Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we talk about add-ons to your Disney vacation that can make your trip a little bit more magical. You can find all episodes of this podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. And we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. Shout out and thank you to M. Lou for your recent review. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can check us out on Patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered, where you can subscribe to receive bonus content. Or you can support the podcast at no cost to you by using me as your travel agent. I can help you book your trip and do all the hard work for you at no cost to you. Get started by emailing Chung at travelmation.net. If you have a question for the podcast, email us DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, tweet at us at www.deciphered on Twitter, or find us on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As the Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So on today's episode, when you are going to Disney World, there's a lot of extra things that you can spend money on. Some are worth it, some are not worth it. We're not here to judge what is or is not worth it. Well, I guess we're here a little bit to judge what is or is not worth it. But we thought it would be useful to go over those things little magical extras that you can spend money for some of them are expensive some of them are cheap but we thought we'd go through them today and we're focused mostly on the ones that are available now although of course we will touch on some things that are not available leslie when you go to disney world do you generally like plan ahead to do these extra add-on things or do you kind of do it on the fly I usually plan ahead for a couple of them. I mean, I kind of have ones that are like on my wish list, you know, long term and some that I like buy every time, you know, like the cheap ones that I have found have value. I buy every time. Still haven't sprung for one that we're going to talk talk about <laughs> later that's one of the pricier ones in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So, uh, yeah, I do have a budget. To be clear, we are going to be talking about things besides like your hotel and your tickets besides dining normal dining and we're also going to ignore merchandise so we're going to be talking about those things of course you can always spend money on merchandise or dining you know for the sake of dining and hotel and tickets you are always going to pay for whether you're staying on-site or off-site so we're talking about everything that's like beyond that so beyond kind of like the base of what your trip is and we also put this out to our patreon supporters and they were a lot of help both validating some of our ideas and also giving us new ideas as well so a shout out to all of you if you are interested in joining the patreon you can check us out on patreon.com slash disney deciphered we also have a facebook group for our patrons which is where we had all this discussion so let's get into it why don't you kick us off leslie with the first one and we're gonna go for the most part from cheapest to most expensive so kick us off leslie all right, this is that we're going to start with something I haven't done. This is from Matt H. The Epcot scavenger hunt clocking in at a very pricey $8 right now. What do you think about this one, Joe? Yeah, this is pretty cool. I am considering maybe doing this with one of my kids. Now, the scavenger hunt that Matt did was specifically geared towards Flower and Garden, and you are going around and looking in the different countries and looking for things that they have hidden But they have these kinds of things all the time during the Epcot festivals. And honestly, the $8, my understanding is for the card where you would like check the things off as you find them. But of course, I bet you you could go online and just look for what you are supposed to be looking for and do it all for $0. So I really like this idea. Epcot, oftentimes people say there's not a lot for kids to do. Well, things like these scavenger hunts and the kid caught stops, which are reopened, by the way, but you just kind of grab and go. You don't get to interact with the cast members anymore, especially because unfortunately the international cast members haven't come back yet. It's just a way to 
occupy your kids during your trip around World Showcase, whatever you may be choosing or not choosing to do around World Showcase. And kids love scavenger hunts. So I think this is a lot of fun. And Matt could not speak more highly of this. He said his kids really loved it. So it was a great shout out there. All right, so I started off on the wrong one. I should have gone first because right now we can't alternate. My apologies, listeners. The next one is your suggestion. So, Leslie, what is the next add-on on our list that you thought of? The haircut at the Harmony Barbershop on Main Street, USA. This is where my son had his very, very first haircut. They have a little special special package there for little ones for their first haircut. You get like a pair of tiny Mickey ears that says, my first haircut. I mean, you can get regular haircuts there too, but like it's really special for the little ones. And my my whole family, I missed it in person, but my whole family got to go and was essentially live streaming it to me. I was at one of our media events when <laughs> my son had his first haircut. Grandma and grandpa got to, got to witness it and it was super, super cute. The cast members are excellent at dealing with the, the, the age at which they will be getting that first haircut, like the young toddlers. And it was a, a really memorable experience lots of great photos so i mean it is closed right now of course but i i do think that's something that probably can make a comeback sooner rather than later definitely fun fact all three of my children gave themselves their first haircuts so uh you would think Yikes. that you would think that we would have learned fool us once shame on us fool us three times we're a bunch of idiots but what are you gonna do so we missed our chance to have our first haircuts at magic kingdom Oh, well. Oh, well. All right, Joe. Well, let's move from haircuts to something I know you enjoy spending a little money on. What's the next thing on our list? Yeah, so the next thing on our list is a refillable popcorn bucket. This brings a lot of joy to both kids and adults like me. Generally, the way it works is you buy a refillable bucket for about $12, and then you can get refills for $2 throughout the parks. Pricing that out, it's the same cost as if you buy popcorn three times because generally popcorn's five or six dollars depending on which park you're getting it at and some of these buckets are really cute you can also get even nicer buckets like i had a skyliner bucket that my friend bought for me that my kids broke thanks a lot kids uh, and there's also a millennium falcon bucket that you can buy right now so not only is it a nice souvenir but you get to eat popcorn all day every day all night we get popcorn like every time we're at disney world now and so we like to get these buckets and sometimes i even bring my old buckets to see if they will refill them and generally that often works if you're interested in hearing a little bit more about stretching more from your popcorn bucket i advise you check out some old backside of magic episodes they were the kings of that it's a cheap way to have a snack have a souvenir and it's a lot of fun and who doesn't love stuffing their face with popcorn Still haven't gotten a souvenir popcorn bucket yet between Disney World and Disneyland, but maybe next trip. Yes. Pro tip, stuff all your dirty socks in the popcorn bucket when you put it in your suitcase <laughs> on the way home to save space. Or otherwise it gets crushed. Does it also like protect the uh, cheap plastic of <laughs> the popcorn bucket? Yes. Yes. Double. That's double. So yes. Amazing. All right. So the next one is your suggestion. It's something I did not even know what it was. I had to Google the image. So try to paint us a mental picture of your next add-on. Shaking my head, Joe, that you did not know what this was. Losing major Disney points while not knowing about this one. A silhouette. You can have your silhouette, which is like when you turn your face to the side, <laughs> your profile, you can have that made. I mean, usually people have it done of their children. And then you put it in a little old-timey frame. I mean, this is like kind of like a lost art that is right in 
its place on Main Street USA where it's offered. And they have these like really talented artists who will cut that little silhouette in just a matter of minutes for you and, and mount it and frame it. And it's it's very inexpensive, $12 and a $9 frame. It's of course closed right now. Again, something that probably can be done pretty socially distant. So hopefully it does come back because this is something we have done. It pretty much, it's available at at least all of the Disney parks that I have personally been to, Disneyland, Hong Kong Disneyland, and we have gotten one every time we've gone to a new Disney park and we have them on my kids' walls in their bedroom. It's really special. And they'll do doubles too. So if you have siblings, you can do like a little cutout of the two of them together at a point in time, which is really sweet. Yeah, it seems like a lot of fun. It gives me a little bit of a Peter Pan shadow vibes when I looked it up. So yeah, it looks good. And there's also a cart in Disney Springs when that all reopens again. And yeah, I do think these are things that will come back sooner rather than later. In fact, I think the reason why they haven't come back yet is not because of the silhouettes themselves, but it's because they need space and they don't want to be taking up space on Main Street or in the walkways or whatever. That would be my guess. That makes sense. All right, I'll take the next one. That is the souvenir cup that you can buy at the Disney hotels. One of my clients, Jeremy W., was super excited about this the last time he went. You can buy a plastic cup for $20, or you can get a Star Wars tumbler or a nicer tumbler for $30. And basically what that entitles you to is free refills at the soda machines at all the Disney resort hotels, not only the Disney resort hotel you're staying at. In fact, you can buy one of these even if you're not staying at a Disney resort hotel. Now, it takes a little bit of plan. But in general, for that $20, you can probably get a lot more soda, Diet Coke in my instance, than you would if you're buying it at the parks for a lot cheaper because soda in the parks is like $6. You have to plan ahead, like swing by the Contemporary on your way to the Magic Kingdom or swing by the Beach Club on your way to Epcot or whatever. However, when you are going through a hotel, any hotel, you go to one of the quick service restaurants and you can fill up your souvenir cup with soda. So as long as you can space out your soda, like wait until maybe not during your meal to have it, you'll be okay. Or you can be like me, uh, put a ton of ice in there and hopefully drink it before it gets all watered down. But I like having the souvenir cup. It's uh, nice. So that was a great tip from Jeremy W. Great tip indeed. All right, well, I'll take the next one then, Joe, because it's something that I always splurge on, and that is park hopper tickets. I don't do one park per day. I like to uh, <laughs> go to do as take as many steps as I possibly can and ride as many forms of transportation as humanly possible. So I park hop a lot. And that can run you um, between about $70 to $90, depending upon the ticket. Of course, there's also the Park Hopper Plus, which gives you the water parks and the mini golf and all of that kind of access. So that makes sense during certain times of year, especially for longer vacations. I think you can kind of stretch your dollar that way. Scott M says that that is a must have for him. And I heartily agree. What about you? Yeah. In my mind, if you are at Disney for an extended stay and have already purchased a park hopper ticket, the park hopper plus becomes close to a must have add on because it's only an extra $20 or so. Like it's very cheap. It's a very small add-on to the park hopper price and it effectively doubles the amount of things that you can do on your Disney vacation. So if you're there for seven days and you buy a three-day park hopper plus, you can probably fill six days with activities and things to do. Now the park hopper plus, as we've said many times, includes the water parks, only one is open right now, Blizzard Beach, but Typhoon Lagoon, it'll probably open soon. And you can also go to mini golf or you can play a round of regular golf. Now, Michael S. 
in our Patreon group said he really loves the Fantasia Gardens mini golf. And so that's included in the Park Hopper Plus. That's another add-on that you can do and you could play it separately. But if you have a Park Hopper already, just add the Park Hopper Plus. You know, it's $20 extra. You don't even have to use all the entitlements. I think it's a great deal if you're already doing the Park Hopper and you need some more things to do or you want to stretch out your days a little bit longer. All right, moving on to the next one, the Droid Depot at Black Spire Outpost, a.k.a. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. This is by appointment only, generally. However, if they have free appointments, they'll have someone standing out there, and you can ask to see if you can get a slot. It's $99.99, and you can build either a BB, a.k.a. Soccer Ball, or an R-Series, a.k.a. R2-D2 model. These droids are cute. They interact with stuff at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. You are not allowed to do this in the parks except for on this little mat that they have. But these droids are remote controlled. So when you go home, you can play with them. They cu- you can get a cool carrying case for them that is clear that you can show off in the airport if you want. Again, listener Jeremy W. just did this with his son. He said he absolutely loved it. So if you are looking for special merchandise, something that you can like only get in one place, and it's a little bit of an experience because you are customizing your droid, check out Droid Depot and make a droid for $100. This is a more sort of accessible splurge. I got to go with a friend who was building one and it was definitely a lot of fun. And if my kids turn out to be super into this, we might consider it. But don't tell them I said I said that. <laughs> I know for a fact I have friends' kids who are our kids' age who listen to us. So it's a good thing that our own Darn. families don't listen to us. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah, they're better off for us. They, they have to listen to us all day already. All right, so the next one is Memory Maker. Right now, Disney's having a deal where you can get a one-day Memory Maker for $69. I kind of think that's a bad value, although if you're there for a one-day ticket, maybe it's worth it. For your entire trip, you can do an advanced purchase Memory Maker for $169. Oh, by the way, all these prices we've been given are before tax. We have talked about this on previous episodes, but you can share Memory Maker with your friends. Anyone who is a friend of you on My Disney Experience, you can download their pictures for them. So this is a nice way to split that cost amongst families. You have at least 30 days. You can actually stretch it out longer than that. WW Prep School has a good article on how to do that. So you can look that up if you want. Now, I really like having Memory Maker. Of course, I have an annual pass, so I'm already entitled to download my photos. But Memory Maker is something that I really like just because I don't want to worry about taking pictures while I'm at Disney World. And right now, the photographers aren't using your phone for you anyway. So to get pictures, you kind of need them to take it. Just a few weeks ago, Disney relaxed their mask rules. So if you were holding off a memory maker because you didn't want to take pictures with your mask on all the time, you no longer have to do that. As long as you're stationary while you're taking the pictures, the photo pass photographers, in fact, they encourage you to take off your masks when you're taking pictures now. So this is a great deal. Now, another thing going on, I think this is only temporary, though it might stick around, is this photo session thing. Leslie, tell us a little bit about what this is. Well, we got a tip from Monique E. about the Capture Your Moment, which is a 20-minute photo session with a photo pass photographer for 50 bucks. Sounds like a great way to get some family photos in a concentrated fashion. What do you think, Joe? general your photographer is going to tell you which locations are available at the start of your session a lot of people just do it in front of the castle like i said you no longer have to wear your mask so that's great you want to commemorate your smiling faces but you no longer have to worry about the mask thing if you want like 40 minutes you can just book two back-to-back sessions for a hundred dollars now the photos are not included in the price but if you already have memory maker or annual pass you can get them and so you know i think this is a really 
cool thing to do if you're getting engaged or if you're celebrating an anniversary. It's only $50. You kind of get your own photographer for 20 minutes. You can probably get a lot of shots in that time. So Monique spoke very highly of it, and it does seem like a good idea as well. It's something that I'm thinking about for our extended family trip in August. So hopefully it sticks around for a while. All right. Well, moving on, this is something that's been in the news lately. One of the other add-ons, of course, that's been around for several years are all the various holiday parties, after hours events, basically a chance for Disney to take your money for an extra ticket on a day that you're already there. So of course, there's there's a Halloween party every year, there's a Christmas party every year, and then there are at different points throughout the year, after hours events where you get like a, a short three or four hours in one of the parks late at night with very short lines. And these are generally about $100 a person. I mean, it kind of varies depending upon the park and the length of the party and things like that. The reason this has been in the news lately is because Disney World just announced that this year in 2021, they're not going to have their traditional Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. They're going to kind of have an abbreviated and partially like an after hours event called Boo Bash. So it's Halloween party light plus an after hours event. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, so we are going to discuss this a little bit in a Disney Deciphered Unfiltered episode that we are recording for our patrons in a little bit. I think it sounds fine. I understand that Disney has to change things. They don't want to, not sully, but like Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party has certain expectations that go along with it. By rebranding into something else, Disney is avoiding criticism that they would get if a lot of the stuff from Not So Scary isn't there. Now, the issue that Leslie and I both have with this new boobash is the fact that it runs from 9 to midnight. You can get in at 7 p.m., but our kids are not going to last till midnight. Maybe your kids maybe your kids will last to midnight like the day after you arrive from California because you're on West Coast time. But yeah, that's not something that my kids are probably going to be able to do. So it kind of takes away from the fun of the Halloween party. I love to go to a Halloween party as an adult, but I would love even more to be able to go with my kids. Yeah, yeah, this is probably not one for the families this year, for most of the families. Yeah, we I guess we could do it on, on our first day, but then it would wreck the following day if my kids were up even, say, past 10. That's kind of their limit at Disney. So this is, I guess, going to be a little bit more of an adult Halloween party this year, sort of with the after hours. And uh, we don't know yet what the price point is, so so stay tuned. I'll be shocked if it's less than $100 average, but we'll see. <laughs> The final thing on our list is Savi's Workshop, which is the lightsaber building experience. They've recently raised the price. It's $219.99. Now, I think it used to be $200. One builder is allowed to go in. You need to make a reservation for this. And then one guest can come with them as well. You have to have at least one of those being an adult. And it comes with a carrying case. People love these things. I should not talk. I was about to say that like I could not imagine spending $200 $200 on a lightsaber, but uh, I have no problem spending like $500 on Xbox, so I shouldn't say anything, but not something that's personally I'm into right now. However, the lightsabers look pretty cool, but if the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is going to bust out real lightsabers that like glow, like Josh Damar, one of the executives at Disney was like swinging around, then... Maybe these lightsabers won't look as cool. However, they're a lot nicer than the ones you can get in the stores. They look really nice. They're well built. And I have not talked to a single person who has gone to this lightsaber building experience and been disappointed, even at that price point. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, the friends I've had who've done it have been Star Wars super fans. So it's right up their alley. And I, I love Star Wars, but not a, I'm not a super fan. So I don't think it's worth my money. But um, I definitely wish I could be like a fly on the wall and see the experience. Maybe one day, maybe one day. If you want to go to like a nicer dining experience, there are options like Be Our Guest, Cinderella's Royal Table, Victorian Alberts, even though that last one is closed right now. We'd suggest if you have a special night or if you want to dine in the castle, that's Cinderella's Royal Table, or I guess, I guess Be Our Guest is in the castle as well, just a different castle. Those are things that are definitely options. However, I think, like I said at the very beginning, that's kind of all part of dining. But, you know, we would have been remiss to not mention that as an add-on if there's a special occasion or a special meal that you want to have while you're at Disney World. That's fair. Those are definitely worth planning around for those special events at, at Disney. I haven't, haven't regretted spending money on nicer meals there. All right, Joe, well, let's close this one out with our traditional Disney do or don't. All right, so we are talking about Disney add-ons. Now, we recognize that Everyone is operating on a different budget. We are operating on different budgets. Even trip to trip, we are operating on different budgets. So my Disney do is before you make your trip to Disney World, I would say think of a number, money number, and just set aside that number for spontaneous add-ons. Let's say it's just $100 or something. And if you set aside $100, maybe put it on a Disney gift card so that there's exactly $100 on there and you can't go over. And then you can use that to... Decide to do some of these things spontaneously if you want to. I mean, I know not everything that we listed is spontaneous, but that kind of gives you the freedom and flexibility. Or maybe you end up spending it on merchandise or you decide to go a little bit extra on a meal. But I think budgeting that out beforehand kind of gives you the freedom to go ahead and do that when it comes. But it also prevents you from going over a certain budget when you're thinking about these extra add-ons on your Disney vacation. Because you know you're going to end up spending more money at Disney than you expected. Well, why not set aside some money as that kind of overflow money to begin with? And hopefully that'll help you enjoy things a little bit more and give you a little bit of that spontaneity that is often lacking in a Disney vacation these days. Good tip, Joe. The Disney slush fund. I like it. Our whole lives is in a Disney slush fun, but uh, <laughs> you know. touche, touche. Do what we say, not what we do. Do what we say, not what we do. That's right. All right. Well, those are all the add-ons that we could think of. But if you have Disney add-ons that you would like to suggest, let us know. DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at www.deciphered, or you can leave us a comment on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Other than that, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And I will see you outside the silhouette cart as I'm still trying to figure out what they are. Thanks, Joe. Bye.